Welcome to the Garden of Favor podcast, where we are committed to cultivating lives and businesses God's way. Because when we do, we see the evidence of his favor. I'm warning you now, be prepared. You might cry a little bit and you might be tempted to shout a couple yeses and amens as we ask ourselves the tough questions and get honest with God about what he wants to do in us and through us for the kingdom. Hey, sister friend, I'm Heather, teacher turned six-figure corporate exec, turn top 1% network marketer, turn dream job, living my best life as a mindset strategist and kingdom blueprints coach for Christian entrepreneurs. I believe your life is like a garden and your business plays a major role in fulfilling your purpose and calling. Are you ready to get your mindset and heart set in sync with the father so you can bloom into all he's created you to be? Then let's grow girl. Happy New Year, friend! Happy New Year. I am so excited to be here, and it's taken me a minute to get this episode recorded and out, but I wanted to make sure I got it in the first week of this new year. To be totally transparent, my month off was really good and really trying in some ways. So I have taken months of December off and weeks and weekends and different things doing kind of a Jomo challenge that I'd shared with you in a previous episode. And everyone has been a little different. This last one was really, uh, it was good. It was really good. At the same time, it was really challenging. So I was going into it expecting revelations, downloads, blueprints, and just some crazy encounters with the Lord. And while I did get some really good stuff, including what we're going to talk about in today's episode, the word of the year that the Lord gave me in the month of December, I'm so excited to share it with you. And I'm excited to share with you really what you can do with this word to make the most of it. And I'll take you kind of through a journey of what I used to do versus now what I do, and just give you some tips so that you can make the most of 2022. All that to say, You know, I think I had these expectations of these crazy big things and they didn't necessarily happen the way that I had anticipated. And so coming into 2022, I was a little bit discouraged. And we know that is one of the enemy's biggest tactics against us to discourage us, right? Discourage is the lack of courage. And so I want to encourage you today, if you are discouraged going into the new year, how do you get over that? And this is kind of like a bonus to today's episode because it's not what it's about, but I want to be really transparent with you as I always am to let you know what's going on over here. I know you hear the episodes and everyone struggles. Everyone struggles. And I think the more that we share our struggles, the more we can kind of normalize that, hey, you're going through these things. You're not alone. So I want to encourage you because as I shared the Bible in a year chronological order, which blew my mind. I mean, I've I've known for a little while that the Bible is not written in order from Genesis to Revelation, which makes me wonder why, why was it put together the way that it was, right? Um, That's a whole study in itself. But all that to say, I wanted to read the Bible in a year in chronological order. And so if you haven't grabbed that already, I'll drop that in the show notes so you can print that out and follow along with us. We're on day eight. You can totally catch up. It's about four chapters a day in whatever uh, book that we're in. And so I want to encourage you because the book of Job always speaks to me. If you know a little bit of my story, you might know that in business, I had built a very successful online network marketing business, had it all in air quotes, right? I was traveling around the world, speaking on stages. I was number two in the company, making more money in a month than I made as a teacher in an entire year. And I like had the life and then I lost it all. 
Um, and so I, I have felt like Job in seasons of my life. And if you didn't know, Job actually is kind of smashed into Genesis. So it doesn't, you know, it doesn't go Genesis, Exodus, Leviticus. So anyways, as I was reading through Job, the Lord spoke to me in my heart. And I'm always, uh, I, I get a excitement to read Job and also a little bit like sad because I'm like, oh my goodness, he was righteous in God's eyes and he lost it all. By no means am I saying I am perfect and that I do everything right or and I did everything right in my situation. But God knows my story and God knows that I did have a right heart, but everything kind of didn't go the way that I had planned. Anyways, all of that to say that the first act that Job did in his sadness, in his grief, in his trauma, right? He worshiped. And so that is what has got me to today on Saturday. Uh, again, being totally transparent, Monday was a very low day for me. Uh, ended up going to sleep at around six o'clock. I had a headache. I actually fasted this week uh, going into the new year and I had a major headache. I was super nauseous. Thought I was, you know, I was just felt really gross. And so I ended up sleeping from six o'clock at night till 6.30 in the morning, which is totally not like me. But all that to say, how did I get here today? Well, first of all, thank you, Jesus, for pulling me out of the pit, uh, but I worshiped, and I would turn on worship music every day and continue to do that and just worship him every way I can. You know, worshiping is not just worship music, right? Worship, we worship God with everything that we do, and so I don't know where you are today walking into 2022, but the hype of the new year, especially in business, setting goals and all these things and having a vision and making a plan, all the things that, you know, we hear about and talk about, I'm the one that preaches that. I'm the one that says that. And at the very same time, I'm also the one that struggles with it. And so I want to encourage you today, if you have started out this year not on a great start, like you're ready to rock and roll, you're ready to reach those goals, you're ready to dream with God and run with God, worship him. Worship him just like Job. Because while Job's story is a bit sad, uh, it's traumatic, and it's like makes you question everything, at least for me, I'm like, God, why did you let Satan do that to Job? My goodness, the end of the story is really good. So hold on tight if you're reading the Bible with us and you're in Job and you're not to the end yet because we're not to the end of Job and you're kind of in that like, what is going on stage? Continue to worship God. Continue to believe him for his goodness because he does amazing things at the end of Job's life. So all of that to say, let's dive into today's topic and talk about your word of the year. So chances are you've probably seen on social, what's your word of the year? You know, maybe your New Year's resolutions or maybe your goal setting and whatnot. And so I wanted to share a little bit of the behind the scenes of my process of word of the year. I had an episode a few weeks ago with my good friend, Michelle. Her and I, uh, her word of the year wasn't surrender in the beginning, but God gave her that toward the end. And so she gave her testimony on that. I actually gave my testimony on her podcast, uh, the Nourishing Mompreneur podcast. So go check that out if you want to hear more details on my word of 2021, which was surrender. Um, but my new word, I want to kind of talk a little bit about my previous word and then talk a little bit about my new word, but then I really want to give you some tools and tips. If the Lord has not given you a word yet. One, I'll give you some tips on that. But if he has given you a word, I want to encourage you to make the most of it. Because in the beginning of my entrepreneurial journey, that's actually where I first heard of a word of the year. That didn't, that wasn't something that I grew up with. That wasn't something that I had known before becoming an entrepreneur, but getting around people uh, who are focused on mindset and personal development and all that, there was this concept of having a word of the year. So if you're not familiar with it, what is it? Well, it's simply, instead of creating these new year's resolutions, it's having this word that encompasses your entire year. So 
I had mentioned, right, that my word for 2021 was surrender. And some of my previous words, to kind of give you an idea, intentional was one of my words a few years ago. Quality was one of my words. Bloom was my word in 2019. Imagine, or 2020, yeah. Imagine going from bloom to surrender. It was like, oh Lord, what are you doing? But it was a beautiful year, even though it was a, it was a stretching year, right? But we have to grow and we have to stretch in order for God to continue to refine us, restore us, renew us, and prepare us for where he's taking us. But if you're still wrestling with what the word of the year is, I'm going to drop below. I've created this uh, fun little thing on Instagram, uh, just to, you know, the uh, giving you a I don't know, there's like 30 plus options. Uh, you can screenshot it real quick and pray on it. I don't say just because you hit that word, that's what God wants for you. And we'll talk a little bit about that as uh, we go on in this episode. But go over to Instagram, check out my uh, most recent, hey, if you don't have a word of the year, perhaps do that fun little game and see what the Lord gives you or see what you get and then pray on it. See if that's what the Lord wants you to really um, speak over your life and focus on in this year, 2022. So Rewind, um, my word for 2021 was surrender, and it was a very stretching year. And I love that episode between Michelle and I because our definitions that the Lord gave us of surrender were very different. And while that concept of surrender was still the same, he was asking her to kind of do this one thing, and then he was showing me something else. And in fact, my very beginning of 2021, that surrender started out with Really? As I asked the Lord, like, Lord, what are you trying to teach me here? Surrender doesn't sound very fun. It sounds like that whole dying to self thing that God talks about, which is what we're supposed to do. Um, But he gave me that word. And in the very beginning of 2021, he gave me more of like this, okay, surrender the need to know. Surrender the need to know who, what, when, where, how, and why. Because as we hit 2020, I started going down these rabbit holes on social media. In fact, I took a almost an entire year of off of Instagram because it was so dark for me. And as I was, you know, digging deep into different ideas and concepts and theories and things, and I, be- I believe a lot of those are true, it started to make my mind so sad and depressed and really just sad for my children and I started asking God like why did you let me have kids and I mean really it started to overwhelm me with depression and whatnot and so the Lord in 2022 was like hey so I went on this deep dive in 2019 of eschatology which is the study of end times and I really wanted to know Um, as I was reading different commentaries and different thoughts and beliefs of theology of you know preterist um uh, you know the the post um just there there are so many I don't even have time that's a whole other episode but um as I was reading so I was taught pre-trib rapture growing up and then I was like oh there's pre-trib there's post-trib there's mid-trib oh didn't really think about those much because every church I've ever gone to just talked about post-trib I mean pre-trib sorry and then there's all these other there's just a lot of other eschatological beliefs And I was so consumed with knowledge. Did you know that knowledge can become an idol? Knowledge can become an idol. And so that's what I was doing. I was seeking after knowledge of what God was going to do more than I was seeking after God and trusting him and his plan. And so anyways, that's where I got to surrender being my word for 2021. And so the Lord was like, surrender the need to know, Heather. You have spent months. You have spent hours. You have spent sleepless nights trying to figure it out. I already have it figured out. And so every day I would say that over, I would pray that Lord, I surrender the need to know who, what, when, where, how, why, like what you're doing. And Lord, I give you today. I trust you today. I give you my yes today. Please guide my steps. Okay. And it was a year. It was an awesome year. 
very trying, but also awesome. And so uh, fast forward, coming into 2022, I was like, Lord, what is my word? going to be like is it going to be better than surrender because you know I just would like to go back to something like bloom so I prayed on it so that's my number one tip if you haven't received a word from the Lord or if you kind of have this idea of maybe what your word is but you're really not sure one pray about it and then two ask for confirmation so when I first thought of this word I felt like the Lord dropped it in my spirit and I'm like "Ooh, that's good and I'm like, but I don't want to just make that up for myself. You know, like I want to make sure that, that like this is actually what God wants for me because that word sounds a lot better than surrender and any other word, right? And so I was like, Lord, give me confirmation. If this is what you want for me, Lord, give me a confirmation. And I want to share with you how the Lord confirmed my word of the year because I didn't used to pray about it, to be totally honest. I didn't pray about, oh God, what do you want me? It was more like, Heather, what do you want? What do you want to focus on this year? What do you want to make it your goal? A very me-centered. And if you've picked your word of the year because that's what you want, I'm not, this is not to shame you, but I just want to take you through this transformation of picking my own word versus God giving me a word. And I will tell you, my I started doing this in, I think maybe like 2000, I don't know. It was either, I think around like 2016, a couple years into my uh, entrepreneurial journey. And so I don't remember the words from 2016, from 2017, from 2018. In fact, the first one that I remember is 2019. And that's when I really felt like I started praying about it. So number one, pray about it. Number two, ask for confirmations. And this is how the Lord confirmed it for me. So what I had felt I heard in my spirit, um, if that's not familiar to you, you're not really sure what that means. I don't even know necessarily how to explain that because it's not an audible voice. It's more of like you get this thought, you get this feeling you get this deep kind of like ooh, I, I like sometimes I mean I will point blank ask the Lord questions like God what do you want me to do this or what do you want or you know the other day I was asking Lord what what do you want me to do and so sometimes I don't really get an answer and other times I get an answer and I always think is that me you know I go back and forth is that me is that God is that the enemy? Like, what is that? And so that's why I say ask for confirmation. So I heard the word believe and my spirit left. I was like, yes, believe. But then I was like, oh wait, is that God? Is that me? Is that the, like, what is that? And so I said, God, give me confirmation. So believe is what I thought it was going to be. And uh, because truth be told in 2021, when the Lord said surrender, I was like trying to negotiate with him to get out of it. And so I actually tried to make another word. I tried to like make myself feel that he was calling me to another word. And he kept bringing back surrender. I was like, oh, oh. But so I wanted to make sure this year it was truly believe. And so I said, you know, give me confirmation. And I was spending time in Luke. Uh, a lot of people do at the end of the year, read through Luke a chapter a day because in the month of December, you can read through the entire life of Jesus. And so as I was spending time on Mary, and if you missed that episode, lessons we can learn from Mary, the mother of Jesus, who I believe is you know, arguably the most impactful woman who ever walked the earth because she birthed our savior. That episode is so good. And uh, as I was reading it and she was visiting Elizabeth and the verse leapt out on the page to me and I started weeping 
because it was blessed is she who has believed that the Lord will fulfill his promises to her. And the Lord confirmed it there for me. And that was my first confirmation. And I was so excited. And I'm like, yes, Lord. And then a few days later, my son had his Christmas uh his Christmas performance for school and he was one of three kiddos who well one of I don't know 100 some kiddos but who had a speaking part and I'm proud I am proud I'm, I'm so proud my son is in second grade and he is doing exceptionally well in reading and so anyways he was chosen to read uh I didn't know what it was actually the teacher had messaged us you know emailed us and said hey you know your son was chosen you can give permission all of that and then it was like hey like He's going to be bringing home his reading if you could just encourage him to read that daily. And so I would ask him a couple of times. I'm like, hey, buddy, where's your reading? He's like, oh, I forgot it at school. I'm like, okay. I'm like, well, make sure you're practicing this. Long story short, I didn't know. I, I did not continue to follow up with him every single day. And he never did bring home what he was reading. So I didn't even know what he was reading. It was a total surprise to me. Would you know? Oh, God, it's so good. Would you know that out of the three kids who did have speaking parts, my child... I didn't even know what it was. Like, I didn't know what they were reading. They read scripture from Luke. And wouldn't you know, my son read that part of the passage was part of what he read. Blessed is she who would be, who who has believed that the Lord would fulfill his promises to her. And I was crying. One, because I'm a mom and I'm so proud of my little boy and his bow tie. He is so precious and he is so tenderhearted and so sweet. And it just makes my heart just swell knowing that he is in an environment that is focused on loving Jesus and growing in his relationship with the Lord. And then two, the Lord used my child to confirm his word for me. So anyways, from there, I elbowed George because George and I have been talking a little bit about the word of the year. And I was like, that's it. And so I'm like, that's my word. So ask for confirmations. That's tip number two. Okay, so when you have the word, so now I've got the word believe, I'm excited, whatever your word is, Look up the definition. You know, this is this is such a simple thing, but I think depending on our life, depending on how we were raised, you know, in goal setting and in, in my coaching, we talk a lot about the big topics, which is money, failure, success. Uh, you know, what are those are like the a lot of the top top things that come up in the entrepreneurial journey. And so much of what we believe about those things actually aren't what we have chosen to believe, but what we have been taught. And so even these words for the I the idea of believe, right? I'm like, well, what does that mean? You know, so I go to the dictionary and I look that up and I write down the different definitions. And usually the, dic the dictionary will give you multiple definitions. And so I encourage you, look those up, see what those are, and then go a step further, look up the synonyms. Um, and I'm going to give you this tip because there's the next tip. Uh, because I think, again, sometimes in our brains, we have this idea of what something is. And sometimes it's a lot bigger than what we know in our own experiences, in our own life. And so reading the definition in concrete, like what is this, is a really great way to set the tone. And then looking up synonyms of words that are very similar, because that'll give you a better idea of the word as a whole, right? So that also flows into my next tip, which is to look up synonyms because your word might not be in the Bible. And that's my next tip is to go to a concordance of the Bible. You can use an app or you can go to your computer and look up all of the scriptures that have your word in it. So for example, my word surrender, actually you cannot find it in the concordance. And so I 
it doesn't mean that God didn't give me that word and there's nothing about surrendering. There's the concept of surrendering, right? That dying to self. So even that phrase was one that I looked up, okay, what does it mean to die to self? And what do I, what do I need to do? How can I do that, you know, this year? So pray about it, ask for confirmation, look up the definition, then go to the Bible and find where that word is in God's word and then meditate on those scriptures and ask the Holy Spirit to give you a deeper revelation. Again, because the word might mean something different to you than it means to somebody else. And so it's just like the Bible being alive and active. You read it once and you read a scripture one time and it, it speaks to you in this season like that. And then you read it again. I just had somebody message me actually on Instagram. Bethany and she's like a friend of mine she's like oh my goodness I have read the story of Job many times I've heard it she's like but God just gave me this deeper revelation I never grasped the concept that I got today and she's like it is she's such a confirmation that we are supposed to be in our word daily and regular regularly because you never know what the Lord is going to give us so Hi, Bethany. Shout out to you, girlfriend. I uh, love what God is doing through each of you who have been messaging me about reading the Bible this year, just even in these last eight days. So that next tip, going to the concordance, doing that. And then the next one, these are kind of just fun ones, but these are things that I've done over the last couple of years that have really helped me grasp that word, meditate on that word, go deeper with the Lord. And what I find is the Lord will start surface. So he maybe gives the word, right? And then he gives you this definition of it. it, takes you a little deeper. And then it takes you a little deeper. And because the beginning of 2021, what surrender meant to me then was a little different than what it meant in 20, at the end of 2021, right? So in the beginning, it was like, surrender the need to know everything about the end times and trust that I have plans for you and they are good. They're to prosper you, not to harm you, to give you a hope and a future. And I already know you don't need to know. You're making knowledge of end times an idol. And you're seeking that more than you're seeking me and trusting me. And we know that love, safety, which goes in the debt and those two, and feeling valued, all those kind of can wrap up into do you trust somebody? And so the Lord just showed me I didn't really trust him. Oh, knife to the heart when you're like, I believe in God. I talk about Jesus all the time on, you know, on social media. And I'm like leading all these women deeper into their relationship with the Lord. And the Lord's like, yeah, and you don't trust me. So I just want to encourage you wherever God has called you, whatever space, whatever place, whatever platform, whatever group of people, the Lord you're not going to ever figure it all out. That was what keeps us poor in spirit. And so if you ever have those moments where you're like, how on earth can I help somebody when I'm still wrestling with those things? You're in a good place because you need Jesus. So there you go. All right, here's some fun things that I like to do with my word of the year. Beyond that, like praying about it, you know, going to the Bible and meditating on these words and getting a deeper understanding of what God is trying to teach me in this season. So there might be one of you listening and you're like, believes my word for 2022. Yay. I promise you our journeys are going to look a lot different, even though it's the same word, right? The Lord's going to take you on your own journey with that word. And he's going to take me on my own journey with that word. And so I'm excited for you. Whatever your word is, it's going to be good. Like God wants to take us from glory to glory. And so whatever your word is, expect good things. Worship him now. Thank him now for where he's going to take you to the end of this year. Give him praise already for the growth that you're going to experience in this year. All right. So here are the things. I just printed out 
my verse of the year. So you could tie your word of the year to a verse of the year. That's the other tip smash that in there uh, and then what I did was I went to Etsy and I bought a uh, just a printable download that I can do and I can send it to Kinko's or Walmart or Target or wherever I want to like print it out and then put it in a picture frame and I'm going to be hanging that on my wall so my verse tied to my word believe is blessed is she who has believed that the Lord would fulfill his promises to her I can't wait to get that and put that on my wall um, and so it just a daily reminder of what God is speaking over you, what he's saying over you, and what he is putting on your heart to be focused on in this year. The next one is jewelry. So I had a dear friend in a network marketing company a couple years ago. She was making those bracelets that they look like like hand-stamped uh, little round discs, and she actually put on mine the word intentional, intentional, and I love that, and I, uh, I've looked up on Etsy too some other jewelry. I'm like, okay, believe. Like, I want, I want to find something that's less permanent than a tattoo. You know, you you want to go for the tattoo, go for it. Uh, but that's less permanent, and so I'm like, okay, maybe I should get a piece of jewelry, whether it's a bracelet or a necklace or something or a t-shirt. It's like something. I'm I love stuff. You know, if you guys know, I used to have a um, faith-based apparel Christian Jesus love and apparel business, and I love fun. Jesus stuff and so just a fun daily reminder of that word and then the next thing is that you can do is that you can put sticky notes in the most important places in the most revisited places of your home and so some of those places for me are my visor on my car the refrigerator the mirror uh, the bathroom my computer and so put your word and maybe attach those as I'm just saying out loud I'm like oh here's what I should do I should put those scriptures that's tied to the word on those I've never done that but I am gonna do that this year put them on sticky notes again Listen, your brain doesn't know the difference between right or wrong, true or false, good or bad. Your brain only believes what you tell it. And so if the Lord has put a word on your heart to really marinate on and in the Christian language, meditate on, then you have to remind your brain of what that is over and over and over again because repetition equals reality. And so whatever you repeat to yourself over and over becomes your reality. And so going deeper with the Lord on that is just a constant reminder. And perhaps it's even just that quick little prayer, God, what do you want me to think about this situation? What are you asking me to be believing for? What are you wanting me to surrender? What are you wanting me to do better? What, you know, whatever your word is. Um, and so sticky notes around the house are a great reminder. And listen, we think habits take 21 days. That is actually not true. That's the beginning of creating a habit. And But what we really want is to get these things in our subconscious. If you want to learn more about brain science, get on my wait list for the Made to Flow Academy that will be opening up in a couple months. We just started with our round of uh, 12 women in this round, which I'm super excited about. And so next session will start here in the spring and I can't wait to go deeper with you on that. But this is, this is what I'm teaching you is that how do you get God's word written on your head, in your, not only in your subconscious, but also in your heart? Because we make 80 to 90% of our days based off what's in our subconscious. We don't choose it, we just do it automatically. That's that like automatic response instead of actually making that conscious decision of what to do. And so when you can get this word in your subconscious and whatever belief God wants you to believe about that, for example, mine was 
I surrender the need to know who, what, when, where, how, when, why, which is why I can say that so fast because I said that over and over and over and over and over again. And here's the truth is what happens is when we have toxic thoughts, when we have weeds in our heart, when we have weeds in our mind, it's because it has been repeated to us and or we have repeated it to ourselves. Simple as that. And so how do you get rid of those weeds? Well, one, you take those thoughts captive and then two, you replace them. And there's a whole process that I walk you through to really learn how to do this, what's already in scripture, but doing it from a scientific brain-based level. But what you're going to do is you're going to put this on your heart and you're going to put this on your mind. You're going to put this on sticky notes and you're going to put this on a picture frame and you're going to put this on a bracelet and you're going to put this on a t-shirt and you're going to put this on a whatever, right? On your mirror to remind yourself of this thing because repetition equals reality. And then this last thing, which is so important, another thing we talk a lot about and actually something the Lord is taking me deeper on is, is the word declaring this over your life every day. Right. And so I kind of go with that declaration. That's like, you know, affirmation, speaking life over yourself. So for me, that has been, Lord, I believe in you and I am blessed because I believe that you are going to fulfill the promises, not just promise. I love that. It's plural promises. Do you know there's over a thousand promises in scripture? Actually, one of my friends has this whole thing. Her name's Lauren Highland. I'm going to have her on the podcast. She is a fun spunky little entrepreneur. I'm going to have her on the show. And uh, she has this whole thing about promises of God. And yeah, anyways, there's like over a thousand, which is mind blowing. But here's the deal. We don't know the Bible. We don't know scripture to know the promises. And that's why one of the flows is to, um, is to fearlessly live out the word. But if we're not in the word, we don't know how to live it out. Hence why I created you the chronological Bible in a year plan, right? Okay, so the Lord has been speaking to me so much about my mouth. And I do know that repetition equals reality, right? And so those are in our thoughts. But then also out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaks. And so I know that whatever comes out of my mouth is actually deeply in my heart. When we can start speaking life over ourselves. And it just comes out. I am blessed. I am blessed. And I do believe. I trust God. I believe that the Lord will fulfill my promises that he's already promised me. I believe that they are yes and amen. When we teeter on that, like, ah, is God really good? Can I trust God? Do I even believe God? Do I even believe in God? Listen, that is a question that every believer has asked. Is God even real or is this all kind of fake, right? And we can repent of that immediately and be like, God, forgive me for even remotely believing anything like that because I do know that you are good. And we have to go back to, for me, it's like, go back to the evidence, the evidence that you've already experienced in your life of God rescuing you or speaking to you or whatever it is. But declaring over your life this this word or this concept or this phrase that the Lord has given you and scripture and really anything that we're declaring and decreeing should come from scripture. I had a conversation the other day with one of my really good friends. Again, someone who I'm gonna have on the show this year. Her name's Brandis. She has one, become one of my best friends virtual I'm like we keep talking about meeting in person I'm talking a lot about people because I'm so excited in this new year two things one you're going to see a rebranding of the show which I'm super pumped about garden of favor has been a season of life but I'm past that season and although I have a testimony with it and a story and that I I know God wants me to use um I believe he's calling me to re uh rebrand the podcast I'm super excited about that but also in 2022 what you're going to see a lot more of not only a new cover a new name a new it's still the same same concept really but um 
and, and generally speaking, it's going to look a little different and sound a little different because I'm going to have a lot more guests. And I've, na- I've already named several people who I'm going to have on the show. And you'll hear a lot more guests regularly. But declaring our words, what we speak out loud. And so we were talking about our words that come out of our mouth, right? Our words have the power to speak life or death. Again, something I teach in Made to Flow Academy. And we talk about this a lot. But we really shouldn't be speaking anything and decreeing anything that's not biblical, Holy moly, she said that and I was like, you are so right. Yes, and that's also why I walk through, why I don't just take science and do the science part because a lot of the science is what the world is using and new age is using that is not actually rooted in scripture. And so just encourage you to declare verses over yourself. It seems maybe so elementary or like and so simple, but hello, that's why God gave it to us. So it's it's a lamp to our feet and a light unto our path. Okay, and then last, create a prayer. As a daily reminder, like I said, the more you say it, the more you can declare it and you can speak it over your life and you can give it to the Lord and you can ask him for deeper revelation. For me, right, that was, Lord, thank you for this day. Thank you for creating me and already writing my books in heaven. Thank you for preparing my steps for me. You've already gone before me. Lord, I surrender the need to know all of the steps. This is something that recurs in pretty much every client I work with. Everybody wants to know all of the steps. And he's like, I'm going to give you a step and see if you listen, see if you trust, see if you obey. And not in a bad way, like, oh, you know, this is a, but, but really like the Lord doesn't want to give us the full picture. In fact, most of us can't take the full picture or we wouldn't take the next step because the full picture would probably scare us because our brains are wired to keep us safe, comfortable, and familiar. And the big picture is uncomfortable because it's unfamiliar. It's something bigger than us. It requires God and it's outside our comfort zone. And we like to stay in our comfort zone by nature, but you are different. And that's why you're here because you are an entrepreneur and you are okay with allowing God to stretch you. Even though it's uncomfortable, you're still going to do it because you know he's with you and you know he's guiding you. So I, I hope this episode gives you some light into what you can do with this concept of having a word of the year and not not even like I used to do, just pick it for yourself, although that's totally okay. God's not, there's no shame in this, um, but praying about it, inviting God into it and making him part of it and tying it to scripture and speaking those words over yourself, reminding yourself. And if you want, get a piece of jewelry, print it out on a, a, a photo frame or I don't know, get a tattoo, uh, whatever. Um, and so and declare it over your life, create a prayer around it so that you can really marinate and meditate on this concept in every area of your life. And two, I wanna just encourage you with this as well. This isn't just for your business, right? So I think so many times as entrepreneurs, we can get so hyper-focused on our business that we forget marriage, we forget children, we forget our own personal health, we can forget family, we can forget the big picture, right? Of all these other things and other hurting people or whatever. And so how can you believe for your marriage? How can you believe for your finances? How can you believe for your family, your children? How can you believe for your city? How can you believe for the nation? How can you believe for the lost? How can you how can you stand in the gap for the person who's not believing? And so I pray that this blessed you and gave you a bigger idea around this word of the year thing that can, again, seem kind of cliche or whatever, but I really pray that you take it a step further and invite the Lord into it and really that the Lord transforms you this year by not only the renewing of your mind, but the renewing of your heart, the renewing of your mouth. 
the renewing of, of everything inside of you so that you can go forth and be who God has called you to be and who's he, who he is creating you to be. And can I encourage you with this too? Like this thing is a journey. If you focus so much on the destination, you will miss out on the beautiful part of the journey. And I'm speaking to myself as a big dreamer, as a goal setter, as this, I have this big picture, you know, I can really get hyper-focused on the big thing and forget that today is a gift and there's something really good in today because it takes today to get to that bigger thing. And that really will sabotage our journey. So I pray that this blesses you. So Father, we thank you. We thank you for who you are. We thank you for your creativity. We thank you for your ability to speak to us through your word, speak to us through other people. Speak to us in our spirit as we have the Holy Spirit inside of us. And Lord, thank you for this idea of this word of the year. And we thank you already in advance for what you're going to do in each heart, in each mind, in each life, in each business, in each marriage, in each family, in each city, in each nation, listening to this with these words that you want this each woman listening to this to really grow in this area. And so, Father, we thank you in advance for what that's going to look like at the end of the year. And we give you all the glory, all the honor, all the praise. In Jesus' name, amen.